Hello, and welcome to the Roost News, the place for all things volunteer. I am Lillian Lee, co-lead for the Roost News, and we're starting our 2023 series. This podcast is for staff and volunteers of AARP, where we give you stories, pertinent information that you may use in your state with volunteer staff. And volunteers, you can always ask the staff members about a particular program that you've heard that maybe you want to duplicate, replicate, or whatever that's important to you. Today, we have a very special guest with us, Donna Ginn. And Donna is um, very special because she's doing an important work for AARP. The Becoming a More Inclusive Volunteer Training is going to be the topic today. But before we get to that topic, I want to turn it over to Donna. Ask Donna to share a little background information, how long you've been volunteering with AARP, and anything else you'd like for the volunteers and staff to know about you, Donna. All right. Good afternoon, and thank you so much for that uh, introduction, Lillian. I am Donna again, and I am the immediate past uh, state president for Florida uh, for AARP. I have been volunteering for six years. I'm really going into the seventh year. And um, it's been a lovely journey, quite frankly. I've met some wonderful people and uh, I will continue to volunteer as I'm doing now with this particular program. I am a native Ohioan and uh, I've been living in Florida now for almost 30 years. Hard to believe, but that's where I've been. Uh, I love waking up to the sun. And as you can see from this backdrop, I kind of like the ocean too. Yes. yes. So that's, that's about who I am and uh, okay. my volunteer. Anything else I need to? No, that's really great. And we thank you for all the volunteer hours and minutes and days that you have uh, put with AARP. And we look forward to your continuing to be a volunteer with AARP. The Becoming a More Inclusive Volunteer Training is a very, to me, a very important training segment for the Office of Volunteer Engagement. Mm-hmm. How did that training come about? What was the thought process behind uh, developing that program? Well, of course, we've been doing diversity and inclusion work for years, and we just believed it was time that we extend that to the volunteers. And it is truly important because we are now in states that are really diverse and our volunteer base is diverse and we want people to be able to communicate with one another across gender interfaces and also across cultural ethnic racial interfaces so um the office of volunteer engagement with kathy kines and found a person who put together the original program with aarp input And then we did everything that you're supposed to do when you create a new training program. We piloted it, gave feedback back and forth until we reached the kind of a training session that we believe was appropriate for our volunteers and staff, for that matter. Well, that sounds great. Yes, uh, I'm a member of the Executive Council for North Carolina, and we did pilot uh, the initial session for Mm -hmm. uh, the Becoming an Inclusive Volunteer. Right. So with that in mind, we, we know the backdrop and why AARP decided to do this. If someone is interested, if a volunteer is interested in participating in this training, 
would they need to go through their state office or the state office leadership team, the executive council? What would be the uh, avenue for a volunteer to receive this type of training? Well, I would go to the um, state office and ask when can we do this? Because typically that person or an, uh, an associate state director, but I think we've worked mostly with state directors, have been the ones who have said, okay, this is available to you. Uh, sign up and let's get signed up. And once we do that, they say they want to this date and we try to accommodate their date um, so we can do the beginning of the training. Now, I think it's important to say at this point that people don't, there are five sessions and people don't have to go through all five sessions, but we are strongly encouraging people, please sign up. I mean, we want everybody in the United States to go through this training. It really is a, a quite nice training, very straightforward, gives people an opportunity to talk. We create a safe space for them to uh give their point of view uh, without judgment. It mm -hmm. is just, this is what it is. And people have questions and we want to make space for people to get their questions answered. Wonderful. And that sort of leads into my next question and answers part of it too. So if I participate in the training um, after my last session or after I've completed the sessions that I'm interested in participating, what am I going to get out of this? Why should I participate in this type of training? You should participate because it gives you a skill base. It does two things. It gives mm -hmm. you a new level of awareness mm -hmm. and it gives you a skill base for being able to include the people in whatever AARP configuration you're volunteering in. If you see somebody uh, who's not really participating, you can go up to them and and you feel more comfortable saying, you know, I noticed you're sitting back a little bit. Come over here and sit by me and, and let's talk. And if they happen to be uh, a person of a different race, a different ethnic background, they feel a little more comfortable getting up and doing that. And we really try to account for people's differences, individual differences in terms of whether I'm an uh, extrovert or whether I'm really kind of a laid back introvert. Right. Great. But it gives people the confidence mm -hmm. to make those connections. And so that's the first thing, just to make the connection. Mm -hmm. Then after making the connection, as you begin to work together on projects, and you know this as well as anybody, you know, there can be conflict. I mean, you're trying yes. to form a little group and there can mm -hmm. be conflict as you move along, but you don't feel that you don't have a way to solve the conflict and get on with achieving the goal that you have set for yourself mm -hmm. just creates a different tone and atmosphere in AARP team meetings. Great. So you say team. So the training is geared towards teams or groups of individuals that come together, or can you do it on an individual basis? You can do it both ways. You can do it on an end. They can sign up. They don't have to be a contiguous group. All oh, okay. the time. So they can have different individuals join. We would like even staff to join. Yes. Mm -hmm. If so desired. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, with, I, this is something that I do for a living. Okay. 
and I've done it for more than than 40 years. Mm -hmm. uh, and I continue to do it because I believe it is so critical that we are able to interact with one another in ways that empower us and elevate us to do whatever it is we want to do together. Right. Wonderful. So wonderful. Well, um, Donna, I know that there are five sessions in the program and then there's another or a separate component with the videos. Do you want to first talk about the five uh, training sure. sessions? Sure. The first session is, and they're all 90 minute sessions. Okay. And the first one is just an overview that touches a bit on each one of the upcoming sessions. Mm -hmm. Teasers, if you will, okay. uh, to allow you to think, oh, right, I, I want to come to this next session on unconscious bias and what does unconscious bias really mean and how does it play out uh, day to day how does it play out with me uh, and so that's where I get my first increased awareness I might have some unconscious bias right. around whatever but that's the second session the third session is increasing volunteer trust mm -hmm. when we're doing this kind of work diversity and equity work Trust is a really important issue. I mean, it is like the bottom of which everything else is built on. If I trust you, I can interact with you. I don't feel like you're going to judge me or put me down mm -hmm. or anything that feels bad. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to, in that session, help people give them the, a set of skills to increase trust across differences. Mm -hmm. The third one and it's a term that a lot of people don't understand, but in the last particularly maybe four years, it's a term that has entered the diversity lexicon, mm -hmm. mostly from the young people, interestingly. Mm -hmm. um, but it's called understanding microaggressions. Mm -hmm. And it's the, that's that point where we start talking about people and making comments that we don't think are aggressive comments. They're just little things. Mm -hmm. but they really, people receive them okay. as an aggression and it makes them step back. And we don't want to do anything that makes people step back. We're trying right. to keep on common ground and moving forward to get things done. Mm -hmm. And then um, the final session is called Defending People uh, with Constructive Feedback. And that session is all about how do you take care of a volunteer. If you see somebody committing a microaggression or saying something completely off kilter that's mm -hmm. racially motivated, gender motivated, then you can give that person feedback. So we're teaching in this particular one, a set of skills that allows people to give constructive feedback. So that's it. That's the whole program. Oh, great. So from the trainings that you've had thus far, what type of feedback are you receiving from the participants? They're receiving it very well. They like it. Uh, and we, we are really excited when they come back to us and say, yes, everybody liked it. And mm -hmm. we want to do some more. Mm -hmm. um, and, and of course, we accommodate them wanting to do some more. So <laughs> yes, we're trying, yes. what we're really trying to do overall is to get everyone in an AARP configuration anywhere in the United States to come and go through this course 
and we believe mm -hmm. that when we do that, we help create a different kind of a culture and it makes AARP volunteering much, much, much better. Good right. now. But when you add that component to it, it really, really and truly, um, it does. It gives people something to think about. It really does. Yes. So on the other um, side of that, I know because just from my experience with the first session, it was a very, very beneficial session, uh, a lot of food for thought. And so suppose, uh, or have you had anyone to give you feedback of they don't see the benefit of it? And you had to explain to them a little more as to why it is beneficial to go through this program. No, I have not. Right, right. I have not heard that. And I think people have the option. They're not forced to go through this. Mm -hmm. This is like when you volunteer for AARP, if you yes. want to do it, you can do it. If you don't want to do it, okay, that's your choice. We encourage you to do it yes. because we believe that it is important. Um, in terms of the total volunteer base, but no, no one has said, and Excellent. we haven't had any in the sessions that I have done, mm -hmm. as I've heard other people report back when we have our big team meeting of the, all of the uh, leaders. Yes. Um, we haven't had anybody push back on us to say they didn't think the training was worthwhile. Excellent. Excellent. People I, will, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think that's, that uh, gives credence to what the facilitators are doing and that you are doing it in a manner that you're making the participants feel comfortable. And um, so they're enjoying the session and not regretting that they're participating in it. Right. So that's a good feedback for the facilitators. Yes, yes. We, we feel pretty good about doing it. I mm -hmm. won't say pretty good. We all feel good about <laughs> right, it. Right, right. We wouldn't continue to do it. Right. It, um, yeah. Okay. That's that's wonderful. Well, let's talk a little bit. I know that there are some videos available also. Can you share the purpose of doing the videos too? Well, if people do not have the time to come on and do 90 minutes, mm -hmm. they can go to the volunteer portal and they can find videos that address all of these topics and they can do it at their own pace and leisure. So I would encourage that too. But I, I think the benefit of coming together and doing the sessions with other people is mm -hmm. that you, you get to hear where different people's thinking is yes. at any point in time. And it builds a greater sense of camaraderie, particularly if you do it as a an uh, intact group mm -hmm. of volunteers. It creates another level of camaraderie. And, and when I say level, I mean, it just people begin to feel differently, open up more okay. and, and engage with one, with one another in ways that are really helpful, beneficial um, to doing the volunteer work. Wow, that, that's a lot. Uh, I know you all spent a lot of time developing the training sessions mm -hmm. and um I'm thankful that those sessions are out there because I agree with you in that they are needed for volunteers and staff. Mm -hmm. What other information would you like to share um, with the volunteers and staff who are listening about this particular training session? Two things. One, in the overview, 
they don't have a lot of time to talk and respond mm -hmm. because we're covering all sessions in 90 minutes. Okay. So I, I, I want people to get that overview, but I really and truly want them to come and do the rest of the sessions. Okay. Because I, I am a firm believer that if we do this work, that what we end up with over time is kind of like a wave. Just think we can think of a wave going across the U.S. Mm -hmm. It will build a different kind of volunteer interaction mm -hmm. and um, hopefully open people up. And as we bring new volunteers on board to our various groups, mm -hmm. they will feel that. They will feel that culture of, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm included. I feel included. And there are people around me. So I, I, other than that, I, you can see I'm really kind of passionate about this. Yes, I, I yes. really want people to do this. It's just wonderful. I mean, it really is. So with the 90-minute sessions that you present each time, is there homework attached to that or do they? There is. They, okay. There is a workbook that they go through as we're doing the training and we mm -hmm. stop and give them time to do that. Just one, one little tidbit. We ask them to find an accountability partner. Okay. For that yes. term, people, accountability partner, someone that you trust mm -hmm. and that you can bounce your questions off of about each of these different topics. Uh, yes. Unconscious bias. Uh, for example, geez, do you see me doing anything that looks like I'm biased toward this person or that I, I have some kind of racial or gender uh, animosity. Mm -hmm. Am I coming across like that? And that accountability partner is someone who will tell you, well, yes, I see you with this kind of behavior and behavior is the, is the key word here. Mm -hmm. I see you with this kind of behavior or no, you're doing good. And here's the behavior I see you doing that really says that you're including people and you you project this sense of equity mm -hmm. dealing with other people yeah. so yeah great great well we use the word equity what do you mean by equity okay there's you have to compare it right mm -hmm. there's equal mm -hmm. and, and the the graphic that we show people we have three people on one side uh, all standing on a box looking over a fence. Mm -hmm. Well, one person is a very tall person. Mm -hmm. One person is not very tall, but can see now over the fence to watch the plane that's going on. Well, the third person is in a wheelchair mm -hmm. and putting them on a box. How do you put them on the box? You need to ramp to put them up. So that's that. Okay is making sure that the box size fits the person. Right. And I think that's important as the listeners um, listen to you talk about this particular program, because just to give them a little background as to what they will uh, receive when they participate in the training. So you talked about equity. Um, you wanna give just a little bit more about diversity? Well, diversity, we are diverse. Mm -hmm. We're diverse because we are different genders. We're different races. We're different ethnicities. We're different ages. Mm 
And all of those have their own little cultures. Mm -hmm. When we come together, that is diversity, difference. Mm -hmm. That is all diversity means, difference. Right. And equity is what I just explained. And inclusion mm -hmm. is making sure that you either look at your, your processes and your groups to make sure that people are being included. You know, you don't just come in and, and say, okay, meeting to order <laughs> and roll it. People need time to get into the meeting mm -hmm. and they need time to in, engage at some level. And you might have people who are coming in, they've had a bad day, they've had they have a medical issue they're dealing with and they might be in some pain. So you can do something as simple as going around the room and do what we call a check-in. Mm -hmm. How are you doing today? And you can do it in any number of ways, but you could put a little graph up and say, okay, on a scale of one to 10, how are you feeling? Mm -hmm. And you put that and then people can see and that gets you started. And the the nice thing about doing something like that and starting a meeting is that people come in and you can address whatever is going on with them. And if you're the, the team leader, yeah, you you are you'll facilitate the meeting a little differently, maybe, depending on where people are. Right. So that's wow. Yes, yes. You have given us a lot of information in a short period of time, but it's very um, heartwarming to know that this particular training session is available to all volunteers and to staff. Uh, and the one thing that she pointed out that maybe was not known is that you can do it on an individual basis, because when I first heard about the program, and went through the training, we were thinking that it was to be a, a team effort, like a leadership team, executive council team. But those who are not involved in a team um, approach for AARP, you can also do it on an individual basis. Mm -hmm. And based on what Donna has said, all you do is contact your state office, let them know that you're interested in the becoming a more inclusive volunteer training. And Donna and her colleagues are welcoming you, wanting you to come and participate in the training. I know they've done a lot of uh, background work before they dived into actually presenting the uh, sessions. And it is going to be very beneficial for you, volunteers and staff, to go out there and, and uh, receive the training. Receive the training and then share it with other volunteers. That's another important Yes. Uh, component is to share that information that you've received, let others know that maybe maybe a little hesitant that no, this is what you need to do. And once you complete the program, you will feel so, so wonderful that you feel more comfortable in communicating with all people, all exactly. people. So Deborah, okay. last time, any other questions, any other comments? Yeah, I do. <clears throat> you And you said it, but I want to put a a title to it. Okay. Be an ambassador for this yes. program after yes. you go through it. Um, and that way, more people will be uh, attracted to, to coming. And the other thing I want to say is I want to put a plug in for my uh, fellow facilitators. Mm -hmm. um, we are an extraordinary group of women, I must say. Uh, who have decided that we are willing to take our time to do this. And uh, and they're all just great folks, absolutely great folks. You will enjoy anyone 
who um, facilitate your group. Thank you. Thank you. Thank sure. you. And Donna, we might right. circle back around to you again this year at the end of the year. And maybe you can give some uh, feedback as to how the sessions have been going. Uh, and we would appreciate coming back to you at a later time. Thank you. Thank you so much, Donna. We appreciate you taking time out of your schedule and continue to enjoy what you're doing. And I can tell you're loving every minute of it. So thank you so much. Thanks so Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>